0: Hey guys, this is Thomas Brown, and welcome to the Thomas Vision Podcast. I'm a filmmaker currently based in Atlanta, and this podcast consists of conversations with the professionals I meet along the way. Hey, what's going on guys? Thomas Brown here with the Thomas Vision Podcast. I'm excited today. I get excited every time I have videographers and filmmakers on the podcast, and we have two today, which is the fir- a first for me to have two filmmakers at one time. So... um, yeah so today we have alex here i met alex via instagram mm-hmm. and we started talking i said hey you know i'd love to have you on the podcast and every time i say that i, w- I always expect people to like go silent and like ghost me and <laughs> stuff and alex like yeah sure and i was like yeah let's do it like when are you available like let's do this the next few weeks yeah. so alex why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell people who you are
1: yeah um i'm alex lewis i run a Videography company called A Lewis Films here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, been specializing in weddings for the past three
0: years. Um, and you want to uh, talk into the mic because when yeah. you go like this, I know you try to talk to the camera. It's yeah, gonna yeah. sound like you're in the next room. Oh, I yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. You don't have to look at them. Okay. People on YouTube, we love you, but for the podcast, they're not important <laughs> at all. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, Alex Lewis, my company name is A Lewis Films. You can find me at a or at a on Instagram. Uh, three years deep in the wedding business right now for videography. I like that um, three years deep. Yeah, three years deep. <laughs> it feels like forever. It's a hard business, man. It's tough. It's tougher than I thought going in. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like a little background on me. And uh, we also have my assistant and best friend, TJ, over here. He uh, helps me edit and shoot and run errands and just any everything that it takes to run a business, man. So it's, it's so much more than you would think. Um, well, really that's
0: awesome that out. you... Introduce him as best friend. I mean, anytime you get that type of introduction, yeah, you know you are someone good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like
2: we've been friends for probably like ten years. I think we used to work with. We used to work at Applebee's together. Oh, nice. That's where so down. that's where we like met, became friends, and so we just kind of kept contact yeah. ever since. Were yeah. you guys
0: filming yeah. things back then?
1: No, I, mean, I, I was filming weddings then, but I was assisting. Um, so I was assisting Jonathan Nine, Kevin Hirsch, a couple of really good. And you. <laughs>
0: uh, (laughs) so so basically so you guys know what we're laughing at um i like to talk with people before we start and you know with this table and I guess I need some better shock mics, you know, talking about my audio equipment. But anytime you like bounce on this table, you guys hear that it's like the Jurassic Park effect. Mm-hmm. And so I said, "Hey guys, the only thing we can do is hit on a table." And it seems like he talks with his fingertips yeah. now, exactly. all of a sudden, because he wasn't doing <laughs> them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that—that's what we're talking about. But, uh, but yeah, continue.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, what we're you we're talking about uh, Applebee, You oh, filming? Yeah. You filming for
2: ten
1: years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've been filming a long time um, as an assistant mm-hmm. you know just second shooting doing it for some extra cash like while I did other jobs um, serving bartending and then I got into the corporate world working a desk job and in insurance for a while um, but that whole time I was like second shooting here and there for a couple filmmakers in Atlanta um, and it wasn't until three years ago that I really that's
0: awesome that's the best way to start though you learn so much so yeah. much yeah, yeah.
1: And mean dude honestly being an amazing second shooter is so valuable to a company like it's it's, it goes kind of under the radar, but it is so so important. And you find out so many things beyond just shooting creatively that go into a wedding day.
0: You guys want to hear about my first assistant gig nope. in Atlanta? Let's hear it. Now I made a YouTube video <laughs> about this, and um. I feel like that's how you start every. <laughs> <laughs> what I tell a story yeah. about something. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. So have you? You guys probably haven't watched because Alex. Um, so I have two YouTube channels for those who are watching. Um, I have one uh, self-titled Thomas Brown that where I, I've been doing YouTube videos for about eight nine years there I don't know maybe about eight years on that channel that I have this one where I post wedding films and these podcasts So when I first started uh, filming weddings There was one filmmaker whose work stood out to me and I just loved his films and his company's name is iris films now a lot of people who I know in the industry, they watch that YouTube oh, video, so Tony, they know right? the story. Tony, yeah, yeah Tony, yeah, from Iris universe. Films, it's amazing. Yeah. It was awesome. So, I reached out to him with an email, mm-hmm. kind of how you reached out to me, mm-hmm. um, and um, I said, "Hey, man, your work is amazing," and um, I just want to tell you that my daughter and I, every time you have a new wedding video, I would, like, I would tell my daughter, who was probably around like six or something at the time, and I'm, like, "Hey, Iris Films has a new video out. Let's um." You know watch it so this was i've i have i have only been uh shooting weddings for this is year six now I'm going into year six uh so um so this was six years ago, and um, I was like, um, you know I reached out to him said, I love this work, and hey, if you ever need an assistant i want I'm trying to get into weddings now if you ever need an assistant, give me a call. Needless to say, did I know that that experience would not go the way I hoped <laughs> like this is <was> turning <laughs> into like some horror movie uh so um at the time, I was using the 70Ds, the Canon 70Ds, for yeah. my weddings. And I asked him if I could use my cameras. And I, and I said, I, I did have a 7D, um, which is kind of similar to the 5D Mark IIIs that, that he was time? using. Uh, the 7D is not. No. It's uh, like A-P-S-E, A-P-S-C. Sensor, yeah, sensor. And he was using the 5D Mark IIIs at the time. And um, he said, oh, they're, they're kind of similar. Now, you just use my cameras so we'll have a consistent look. So I was like, okay. You know, like... Especially, I'm filming now for this guy who I looked up to so much. Right. And now I'm using a, a camera system that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. But he says it's like the 7D. And let me tell you, full disclosure, I really didn't use my 7D that much. Like It was just like in my bag just in case, but I really didn't use that much. <laughs> but so, we started off, we was filming the what I'm actually in that video. He actually has a shot where you kind of see me in the video. Right. Um, and... Um, everything's going well until i think so at least until we get to the ceremony now the ceremony starts i'm and it, it was at a i've never filmed there um again but it's at a place in um roswell and where they had the ceremony it was like a, almost like a little half circle around us so i'm in the middle aisle, and, like, everyone's kind of facing me. That's the kind of way they did the ceremony. Like, all the crowd, which makes oh, the, what's like about to happen from way worse. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so, and I'm so sorry. This, this story will be over soon. We're supposed to be talking about you. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, uh, the card runs out. It's oh, probably no. the ceremony no. has started probably maybe about 190 seconds. I mean, that's just how... Like I'm seeing the card slowly run out. It's like boom. Boom. Now, I remember the <laughs> second. Do so yeah. I feel your heartbeat? And um and so after the the, the the card runs out, I now have to change the card. Simple, right? He gave me another one, it's in my top pocket, right? Nice. I open it and so all of a sudden I totally forget about my seven D, right? And so I'm just thinking this will work like my um seventy D. And so I keep pushing on the card so it'll pop out. It doesn't uh, no. I push. Tab on the well, <laughs> I did not use that great tab after I was so nervous, pushing this thing. I was like, okay, I'm missing now another sixty seconds of this ceremony, oh, trying geez. to take this so long yeah i am I'm, I'm literally sweating. I feel like all the guests are Sweat looking at me, like I'm the only black person in this room. <laughs> this is a Jewish wedding, by the way, right and um, and so, I just pulled the card out. I just literally oh, yank just it yanked out. it out I yanked oh, it no. out. And then the camera shuts off. And then I look at Tony and i he's uh, filming a side angle. And I look at him and I said, he, and I just see him mouthing, they may or may not have been curse words, you know. I see him mouthing it, and then he comes to me. He didn't like yell at me or anything, but he was like, I was like, I think I broke the camera. And he was like, I was like, I'll go get my 70D. So I lived in Alpharetta at the time. So I had to drive, you know, from there. It's was probably like a 20 minute drive Jeez, there and, and back. And, um, you know, I brought my 70D. I, you know, used his lenses and filmed the rest of the wedding. I said, hey, listen, you don't have to pay me or anything. Let me know if I have to pay for the camera. I'm so sorry. I definitely didn't mean to do it. And, of course, he never used me again. Um, uh, but I was just like so distraught after that wedding. Now, in hindsight, I really worked on my craft. Um, I, I sent him an email after and said, listen, I understand I did a bad job. I really didn't mean to. But hey, if you don't mind giving me any feedback, you know about how i did and he said well to be honest you know your stuff was over uh, you know overexposed Mm -hmm. um you know this and that and i took everything to heart and that's what made me better that bad you know experience and then um in the video that i made about the situation uh at the beginning of this year him and i both got nominated for best wedding videographer so i told that whole story and then i said the 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 lying in 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 it in the story but so Mm -hmm. so that's my story of first assistant a wedding and so to this day i don't really like assistant <laughs> weddings yeah. even with the experience yeah. that i have now but um but anyway yeah dude
1: tony's work is great. oh no it's great yeah and then i saw some of the events that he's, he does and he's, he's he doesn't and
0: he's a, yeah. a, a great person he never yelled at me okay. you know um i feel like
1: you got to be yeah. kind of calm to be a videographer yeah a wedding,
0: so. i think most of us for the for the most part are really cool people i know alex is like really good at giving like
2: constructed criticism without coming off as like mean. Or he, he definitely doesn't yell. He just kind of says like, "Yo, I would change this. Yeah. Maybe you go back, change it or in the next time change it." And it just kind of like it's easy to accept and change it. You know I am I mean? the Based. worst
0: boss ever. Really?
1: I feel like I'm the worst boss too, but I, I Get
0: accolades from from tj all the time yeah, i I'm don't like, I, guess I'm I am the worst yeah. he's my I'm, boss so i have to kind of yeah. tell him he's the best, you know? <laughs> so so uh why don't you tell me let why don't we talk about weddings for a little bit yeah. um let's start with let, let's start with something a little bit different okay. um let's talk about working with second shooters okay you know and then let's talk about okay. second shooting a wedding from your perspective one after that so let's start with you working with second shooters how do you go about it so you have a consistent kind of feel to your work
1: um so i'll talk in like the lead perspective Mm -hmm. like me hiring an assistant um so i have three guys that i only hire those three guys nice there are people that are what i would consider maybe more creative or maybe more hustle but i think it's so important to like get a small amount of people to have a team to trust like guys that you can trust guys that you can train the way that you shoot Um, I think that's so important like people that can listen that can hustle Um, for me my second isn't necessarily so important for them to get creative shots throughout the day I need them to get coverage I need them to be able to communicate with me very clearly to be able to hustle if anything like emergency type of thing happens so that's kind of how I like base the criteria of who shoots for me Um, I mean, it's very helpful if someone like can think outside the box and be more creative and stuff like that. Um, but I approach the wedding day like with like a certain kind of style. So, um, and it's taken me years and years and years to find that style. So I don't expect my seconds to know it right off the bat. Um, you know, over the years and then helping me edit and seeing my films and stuff, it might come a little easier to them. But. Um, for me, I want someone that can communicate with people really well. Mm-hmm. One somebody that can have fun, you know, on a wedding day because I love my job and I want to like express that I love my job to vendors, to the couple. Like we're always having fun. Like we're dancing. Like you and Andrew and Johnny. Like we're I mean we're always dancing at the reception. Like we're always having a good time. We're trying to keep like the energy up even for the photographers. Um, yeah, and we try to make it as fun as possible. So I want to work with somebody that's not only fun but that communicates well and then is also passionate about it, too, because there's a lot of people that are passionate about video, but they have like a stigma against weddings That it's not as creative as some other things when I think sometimes it's the exact opposite Sometimes I think weddings can be the most creative thing because people just trust you for your art You know, they don't, you don't have a director or anything so
0: and you have to be creative while not missing those important moments exactly, so I think that's what makes us I'm biased, of course, but that's what makes us so good as filmmakers. You know, when I make videos sometimes, it's funny when... Because I call myself a wedding filmmaker. We all have our different marketing terms we call ourselves and call our videos. But I really do believe we're filmmakers. And, and I had a comment one time, a negative comment on my other channel, where someone said, oh, you mean you're a videographer? And I'm like, no, nah, we're filmmakers definitely. You know, now. We're def- definitely different from those videographers when they would just sit down a tripod for the whole wedding and just let it sit that one shot. We're oh, thinking wow. about lighting... Yeah. Oh, you've done that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not the whole wedding. Um, but um, with, like the old school edits. Yeah. And so, but we're thinking about lighting. We're thinking about sound. We're thinking about story. I mean, that's the same thing that you're doing when you're making a film or a documentary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So now, TJ, going to you. What does it feel like from a second shooter's perspective, um, you know, trying to, you know, I guess shoot someone else's vision, you know, you yeah, know, what is that like for you?
2: I mean, I think for me, like, since I've only worked with mainly Alex, um, I kind of get his like plan throughout the day of what he needs covered. And I kind of like it like that. Like I don't necessarily reach out to other videographers because since I'm so used to his style, it kind of throws me off if I have to shoot for somebody else. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I know that it's all about like hustle, you know, if, if the lead needs you, then like needs you to run and get a tripod, run and set up lights like it's very important for you to just constantly be looking at your lead Um, so yeah I mean that's just kind of like what I do I'll I'll be sitting behind the camera like I'll be like at a safety shot during the ceremony and I'll always have my eyes on Alex just in case something goes wrong if he needs something and that's just kind of how I do it do you do any uh, type of filmmaking on your own? Um, so actually I started out doing like photography Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of what I focused on until i started working for alex and since i started working for alex now i'm getting into like i really want to start doing filmmaking instead of doing photography um just because i feel like for me in particular i'm better at telling a story through video than i am through photo um so yeah i mean i haven't really done any of my own
0: films yet but definitely planning on it you know let me tell you what's so good and i've always said this photographers make the best like Second shooters and yeah. then videographers, like when they get into videography, because they already understand exposure. If mm-hmm. you've seen a lot of and new videographer too. films, yeah, in yeah, composition, yeah. um, if you've seen a lot of new videographers who just went straight into videography and maybe didn't do school well, or anything before, their exposure yeah. and every oh my gosh, <laughs> the gimbal shots, gimbal. yeah, yeah. Just, gimbal, and um, and but but you know, their exposure is lacking a lot of time, their color, oh, yeah. especially in the grade is lacking a lot so yeah that, that, that's really good so um alex let's talk about so you've been now when you were second shooting that we said about nine ten years right yeah were you doing any of the edits helping out with the edits or not anything one. not one okay
1: and i was doing a lot of those tripod like sony 2100 yeah 2100 on a tripod in a church yeah dark footage <laughs> I'm like, man,
0: so wild. you were being serious when you did Absolutely. that back in the days yeah. but those were how the old school that's wedding videos yeah yeah and yeah it worked mark II came yeah out,
1: like that's just what you did and then when you saw the 5d mark ii come out of that full frame and that, that depth, man oh man it turned videographers into have the opportunity to become filmmakers and to learn the art and the craft you know?
0: now when it yeah. comes to your wedding films now are you editing yeah at all so oh, sure. i wanted to ask you about wedding videography burnout yeah. that's something that we all always deal with and um have you ever gotten to a place now that you have your own videography business uh wedding film business that you started feeling that anxiety of being overworked so let's talk about that first have you ever felt uh, right, that anxiety
1: yeah time yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, i think yeah for sure like after my first year i was kind of like riding high on my first year like um You know everything's really new uh everything's still really fun Uh, which it still is you know Um, but when it's new it's just very exciting Mm -hmm. you're learning things you're changing gear all the time Um, and into my first year when i started editing wedding films consecutively like when every week it was like another film um it's hard to be creative it's hard to like make things different Especially when you still want to have like a style, you know, if you want to have a style and things are similar But you still need to make them different Um, So my first like year like I got a bit overwhelmed with how to do that Um, And then into my second to my third year It just came so much more apparent to me to be able to like really dive into the couple's story Um, and that's kind of what makes each wedding unique like the same wedding can have the same exact decorations get the same venue but look like a completely different film yeah. because the, the story of the couple is different you know you're gonna get in my my films are all very like audio driven so i always base the film off of like the speeches and the ceremony audio sorry i'm moving back to no, 40s, no 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 it's fine <laughs> um but yeah so um burnout happens and especially like now that i um, three years into it um and I i want to consistently keep you know, uh, challenging myself and staying creative and, you know, finding out about new gear and all that stuff, Um, I just knew I needed some help. So that's why I definitely asked TJ to come along to train him on how to edit. Um,
0: So that's what you, so that's kind of your solution. And you're really, you're at, so year three for me is when I did 60 weddings. And I, I mean, I had like a panic attack because I had so many edits to get done. And then because I was so new, I just didn't set expectations right when it came to my contract. Mm-hmm. So, my turnaround time was just so quick. Mm-hmm. And people, rightfully so, because my contract said this, were asking about their video. But if I would have just gave myself a little bit of cushion, yeah. you know, I wouldn't have been so stressed. So, what are some other ways that you've found to kind of avoid the burnout now?
1: Yeah, so I definitely always. I think the like avoiding the burnout starts at the front end. It doesn't start after you've shot the wedding and you get into the edit. It starts in the front. Like, so, um, finding inspiration, staying a part of your community, reaching out to other filmmakers. Like constantly, like I always find so much inspiration from other filmmakers. So as much content as I create, I love consuming content as well. So I get fired up if I watch like, um, a Brandon Lee film, like I love him. Um, and it's a lot of people outside of the wedding industry. Like when I first started, Joe Simon was my guy, mm-hmm. loved love his him, work, yeah. his storytelling. That's what fired me up about storytelling. Um, but I always try to dive into the couple's story. So if I can, like this past weekend, we had a wedding where the dad did like a slideshow thing. And there was a lot of really cute videos mm-hmm. for when the bride was growing up. Um, he was able to send that to us and we're going to be mixing that in with the video. Um, just like a really cool little additive that the bride maybe doesn't expect. And you can add like another element to the story there. Um, A few weeks ago, we put a wedding film together and the bride opened up a letter and talked about a Disney short that she watched and they had her and her groom had a connection with. So we added like a couple of cuts from that into the film and it like blew them away and it helped us like with our creativity. So once there's like one thing that really like kind of fires you up in your edit You can kind of keep moving at like a faster pace
0: so for you it's not that you have gotten overwhelmed with the amount of edits that you have you just need a kind of creative refresher to keep yourself like happy and inspired that's what kind of helps you that's what helps me okay yeah
1: Yeah, because i i don't have like an, an astronomical amount of edits or work you know um i do like to stay busy you know um but yeah, for me, I just want to constantly be inspired and constantly feel creative. Like I want to feel like the the feature film that I'm sending out, or even if it comes to corporate work. Like I want to be like, I learned something new on this, So like I did something new and it worked. I con- I constantly want to be feeling like that.
0: So why don't you guys tell me what? Um, I'm glad you mentioned the corporate work. Yeah. What other work have you gotten to do that really inspired you uh, outside of weddings?
1: Um, we've done right now. It's the corporate work is not so much creative inspiration right now it's more about just like getting into that corporate world Mm -hmm. so it kind of starts off slow talking heads interviews conferences stuff like that Um, and that's kind of where we are now but we have been able to put some cool promo videos together for companies like um, the city of Canton in Georgia I do all their promo videos for Instagram and stuff yeah so it gives me like a really cool opportunity to bring actors in and friends set up little scenes do blocking light you know things really cool and all that stuff translates from weddings, too. So, like, when you shoot a wedding, like, you learn everything. You learn product videography. You learn, like, how to shoot somebody when they're talking. How to, like, frame them. How to, comp, you know, documentary. You learn everything. So, it all translates over into the production world really well, I feel like.
0: And I heard that you guys are going to soon get into making movie sound effects with just your voices. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: yeah. Definitely, <laughs> it's definitely, a, definitely a plan, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've had this planned out for a little while now. Yep. Uh, Peter McKenna kind of inspired. Yeah, it yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. Uh, but you know, while we're editing, you know, yeah. things get kind of mundane, so we like to spice it up a little bit, throw in some sound effects. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so here
0: we go. I'm, I'm going to try my best explosion, right? And maybe okay. it can make you guys sound packed. All right. Yeah, All right. Here yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah,
2: go. definitely. Yeah oh definitely that's definitely going in there <laughs> that's definitely going, that was probably High the worst explosion, explosion. Yeah. i didn't want to hurt their ears yeah, so i tried yeah. to do
0: a, like a baby yeah like a baby doing an explosion like a pixar we what kind movie of, what, what kind of work we're gonna get into in the future but yeah if there's ever like babies causing explosions that's the sound we're gonna go for have you um and, and it doesn't have to just be for your company, but over the 10 years where you were assistant, have you done any documentary work, either um, of you?
1: I did a, it's like a mini documentary mm-hmm. is what I call it, for the Strand Theater in downtown Marietta. Mm-hmm. Um, they reached out to me over Instagram and asked, because they were renaming the theater, oh, okay. and they wanted to get like in depth in the story of the couple that they were renaming it after. So we interviewed a bunch of people, we traveled a little bit, um, we did a lot of work with the history of downtown Marietta. Um, the film was only like five or six minutes long, but there's a lot of information, a Oh lot my of gosh, yeah. But I'm it sure is. it
0: took a long time to do that, mm-hmm. even though it was just five minutes, yeah.
1: Yeah, it did take a long time, but I was always like fired up about it, because it was interesting, because I was finding out, I was learning, I was meeting new people, like it was always really interesting, um, which it translates over to weddings too, like you're meeting new people, you know, you're basically documenting and then after the documentation happens you're like compartmentalizing everything into how you feel like the edit should look and i feel like there's such like a interesting creative fire that goes into that like compartmentalizing the edit i love that
0: yeah i want to ask you about that uh, because i'm currently editing uh, a feature length documentary for a film we shot in africa uh, back uh, in august and how did you go about um coming up with the story in your edit, how'd you go about doing oh,
1: that? I'm so bad about organizing things. Mm. Like, um, I tell people all the time, like there can be something so minute that inspires me. It can be like a one shot from the day or like a sound effect that I heard or added in and it just worked really perfect. So I kind of just, honestly, I just throw things in the timeline and then like something eventually inspires me where like light, like light bulbs just click, you know, and those light bulbs inspire the story and I feel like that's why a lot of people like my films. is because it just kind of, like, happens. Like, I don't organize it too much. You can much. feel it. You yeah, feel yeah. it. It all comes yeah. from, like, like, me just playing around and having fun. Like, I just have fun on the timeline. I just move things around, play with different things, and all of a sudden, like, the story has, like, come to me. Um, so I never try to organize it too much or force it too much because I just want it to be organic. So that one... I did not intentionally shoot it with a, like a certain plot. I mean, there is a synchronicity to the events that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, within that synchronicity, there's room to be creative and to change things up and maybe like time bounce back and forth. Um, but for the most part, like I just throw things on the timeline yeah. and then eventually something inspires me. <laughs> and then before I, I know it. it, it's like halfway done.
0: So TJ. Yes. Photography. Mm-hmm. How, how much did you get into photography?
2: Um, not much. I probably shot for, I would say, like, where I started considering myself a photographer. It was probably maybe a year. Um, and so, like, but I did do, like, a lot of research on, like, YouTube and stuff. That's where, like, basically everything I know about photography or videography has come from YouTube or Alex.
0: Um, did you ever get big uh, or a substantial... Uh, substantial following on Instagram or anything for your uh, photography. Because that's what I w- the, the lead in was going – I'm trying to figure out like Instagram, like my personal Instagram. I think my videography, my wedding videography Instagram does pretty well. I just post films. But I really don't understand, you know, really how to take my Instagram to the next level. Right. So I wanted to know if you had gotten to like –
2: I mean that- not really. Like I had a couple people who – followed me that were that had a big following so i would like naturally reach out to them ask them how they got their following and stuff like that um but i'm not very good at like staying like on task with instagram so like if i'm supposed to post every day like if i have it in my mind that i'm gonna post every day i slowly fade out of it so i'm really bad about that and like reaching out to those people a lot of them were talking about you know posting every day reaching out to like other instagrammers Mm -hmm. and maybe like Talking to them, getting a What would you do if
0: you reached out to another Instagram? Like, are you doing, like, some... Well, are they suggesting you doing, like, some sort of collab, or... Um,
2: So, like, I would reach out and ask for, like, collabs, um, stuff like that. Um, but, like, a lot of times, like, there's this one guy I follow. Um, it's, like, O-M-W. He's, like, a very, like, yeah. plain name. But um, he has, like, 37K followers or mm-hmm. something like that. You know, nothing too crazy, but big yeah, enough. Yeah, but still nice. Yeah, yeah. so, like he lives in Oregon. So I reached out to him and asked him kind of like what I needed to do. And his, his like response was basically, you know, just make friends with everybody in the community. And, um, so that was kind of important for me. And that's what I'm kind of like slowly fading into, um, is just like reaching out more. Cause I'm very bad about like, even though I don't have a problem talking, I'm very bad about like introducing myself, getting my name out there. And so like, I'm kind of learning that from Alex about like, you just gotta kind of not worry about what other people are thinking, and just like worry about yourself. And so reaching out into the community, just like building a name for yourself in the community, I think is what
0: will build Instagram or whatever you're following is. So that just made the soundbite for a new video that I'm working on. So right now it's we started yesterday. Well, I'm saying we's. It's just me, but <laughs> <laughs> I started yesterday. But I I. I have another Instagram. So, my main wedding Instagram is Thomas Vision Films, W E D for wed. And then I have a secondary Instagram. It's just, I, you know, I just wanted an Instagram where I could just post anything. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to worry. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But guess. it was Thomas Brown um, Films. It's, that one's Thomas Brown Films. And I would kind of post like behind the scenes stuff yeah. that I was doing at weddings or corporate shoots or whatever. Yeah. And, um, but then I was like, you know what? I didn't like, like my feed, you know, I'm watching all these other YouTubers where they talk about their feed and everything. And it just looked junky and it just started to bother me. Yeah. Like, you know, when you have wires and stuff at a computer, it starts bothering you after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how my feed. So I'm doing a video and it'll probably come out maybe two months from now. Cause you know, I'm gonna have to do it first and then edit it. But it's called uh, the 30 day uh, Instagram experiment for videographers and where I'm doing experiment. I archived every, it took me forever archived every single photo <laughs> from that feed and then i started doing research there's probably about maybe 10 articles that i'm going over and i'll cite in the film mm-hmm. um and I'm, I'm basically i'm not trying to grow my following though that's not the point and that's what i'm going to talk about um and it is how to gain get more engagement i think that's yeah. more important than growing i did a following that's what i was going to say yeah. i
2: think that like everybody's so caught up on how many followers you have yeah but you can like go to someone who has like two hundred thousand followers on instagram and go and look at their comments and it's all fire emotes yeah like clearly those aren't real people and if they Mm. are they're not very like engaging yeah audience and so like that was a hard thing for me because at first when i started doing photography like the big thing to me was like well i'll just get a bunch of followers and then i'll show up on the explore page and that's where i'll get my like organic growth but um yeah, I think it's just important to kind of just have people there that are constantly commenting, liking, showing like heavy support cuz it that's that makes you feel better at the end of the day than looking yeah. at your
0: Instagram and seeing 40,000 followers. And I think eventually if you want sponsors, that's what they want anyways, mm-hmm. people, real people who want to engage. So basically what I did yesterday is so so Basically, what I'll be doing for the 30 days is I'll be posting. It's I I took three days. I should have been wedding, uh, editing weddings, <laughs> but I was doing this, and yeah. I I created yeah. 30 videos, 30 little what I'm calling little cine Um, 60 second cine clips, and that I'll be posting over the next 30 days on Thomas Brown Films. You know, little you know tag go follow, plug. yeah, go little plug. plug, and and so. Um, and then what I did yesterday is everyone I'm following from that account yesterday, I went and left a thoughtful comment on every last one of their uh, most recent posts. Yeah. I'm only following 71 people on that account. And um, it, that took me probably around two to three hours to do. Mm-hmm. So then today, what I started this morning is everyone who follows me, it's only like, I think... Two I'm going to their accounts now and leaving a thoughtful comment, not just very nice or fire, you know, emoji um, and just leaving a comment on them. And so that's like phase one. There's a whole bunch of different phases from the different articles that I'm going to follow. So I wanted to see what tips, you know, you had for that. I'm pretty sure a lot of people listening, they want to grow their accounts. And I think it's really important um, not only for your business, but for your personal accounts, just so we kind of feel um, connected to the people yeah. who are... I I mean, clients. I
2: like, like, wedding photographers, videographers, or anybody that I follow that has, like, a specific profession. Mm-hmm. I like seeing their personal life on their Instagram. Okay. Like, I feel like it makes me feel more, like... Connected? Connected, maybe? I mm-hmm. guess. Like, Eric Floberg, he's really good at that. Okay, I'm a follower. Like, yeah. he, like, shows pictures of his kids. He just kind of, like, keeps his followers engaged with yeah. his life. Mm-hmm. And I know it can be hard sometimes, you know, like... Obviously, you're going to have a day where like your wife is mad at you or your kid doesn't want to be in front of the camera. So like
0: these, these dimples, she can't ever get mad
2: at me. Come on. <laughs> fair, <laughs> enough, fair enough. But yeah, I mean, like I think that like I, I think it was uh, a different it was like a H3H3 podcast with Casey Neistat and he was talking about how like drastic it changed his relationship mm-hmm. with his wife just being on a constant daily vlog. So it was just I know it can be hard, but yeah. I like seeing that.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I think if you are a wedding videographer specifically, or even any wedding vendor, like do stories, you know, like take advantage of that. Like do some behind the scenes stuff at your weddings where people can see you and your personality. Um, you know, because we'll probably get lost in the mix of all the other vendors. Yeah. You know, so show you, yeah. Show you your stories, even if you don't want to put a whole bunch of stuff about you and your family on your feed. Um, Yeah, you know, put some behind the scenes, make some jokes, do something funny.
2: Yeah. I, like, I feel very weird about being on, like, I do not like the idea of, like, selfie, IG story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at it. But it's very intriguing seeing other people that are good at it. You know, like, it makes me want to, like, Follow yeah. along and understand what they're doing. You know,
1: I've also followed people that I could obviously tell felt uncomfortable doing it, and yeah. they just kept grinding through it, and, and now they grow. Like, yeah, now yeah. they're really good. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think so that's a might, big problem. Might be a thing I'm gonna start to doing people. that. So my plan for minds is I have a certain look now that I'm going for. It's basically like the white bars mm-hmm. instead of the black bars, and yeah. every like on my main feed will look like that. But then I'll be doing my personal things. Like, you know, if I'm at a wedding or something like that, just for the stories. Right. And then I'll make the new stories highlights. But I I think I might try what you guys are suggesting and just kind of talk to... The camera, yeah, yeah, just talk to the camera. Like, hey guys, um, you know, I just wanted to say hi. Mm-hmm. I uh, have so many edits to go through today because I, I don't know why I love talking on camera. I never yeah. n- knew Great. why, I never yeah. thought yeah. about yeah. doing it. Well, thank you guys, yeah, but sure. I never thought about doing that on Instagram, just you know, just kind of just talking to the camera yeah. or not, maybe not even daily, but you know, maybe once a week and just right. talking to people and just hey, I hope you guys are doing well too. I
1: mean, my assistants, my best friends, my brides—they all interact with me the most on Instagram. So if you want to reach the people that care about you yeah. the most, that may not be living in your home, um, I think that's the best place to do it. You
0: know, you know what? Let's uh, let's 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 try this out. <laughs> let's make this part of the experiment. Okay. We are okay. going to do a Instagram thirty second Instagram. So now probably going to they should go live. Oh it man. Go live. I, I i'm embarrassed because no one's going to show up <laughs> you got like one viewer it's your mom now while you're Mr. doing mom. it and for you guys listening him, see how much of a noob i am on this um but uh while, while i hold it can i go back and forth from like showing myself to you guys while i'm recording you can but i am also a noob and i do not know how to do that okay, i've well, seen no, it i see it right here so let's see if it works
1: Okay. Yeah. we're live. <laughs> I wonder
0: <went laughs> how crazy I look doing this. Okay, it does work. Okay. Let's see if it worked. The
1: thing you gotta get good at. Yeah. That, that office Zoom. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's the best one. All right, hey, let's 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 try this out right now. Start on me. All right. Hey, what's going on, guys? We are live doing a podcast right now. I have you guys got to say
1: your name really quick. Alex Lewis at A Lewis Films.
0: And TJ Rosemont at Rosemont TJ. And uh, we just wanted to say hi to you guys, and we hope you guys are having a great day. What you guys think perfect that's, huge. Dude, that's first awesome done. Yeah. and i'm posting it i'm gonna tag you guys i'll i'll, I'll post it you know once we're done yeah. uh but um but yeah yeah thank you guys for that idea well we are to the end i want to do more things with you guys you Definitely. guys are awesome Thanks. it was great meeting you thank you for making the drive down here yeah. i know it was a long drive for you guys um but um anything you want to share you know before you go how can people find you on uh, social media both of you guys
1: yeah, definitely. If you want to come check out uh, our films, it's at www.alewisfilms.com. At Instagram at A Lewis Films, and YouTube. Uh, yeah, or YouTube, you're on YouTube. You just type in A Lewis Films in the search. My wedding videos and some and they're really good. Will pop up. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, then you want to go ahead and plug TJ. Yeah, for me it's
2: just Instagram um, at Rosemond TJ, and that's basically spell Rosemond R O S E M O N D.
0: Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for being on the podcast. Awesome. You guys, thank you for listening. And, um, you know, I really appreciate you guys. Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening in today, consider subscribing to the podcast. See you next time.